This is Two Mug Punters. Over to you, fellas. Alrighty, let's go and welcome to Two Mug Punters, the podcast made by punters for, well, everyone. My name is Frizy, and joining me via Zoom, I have Mitchie, Gazman, and Alice. Mitch, how are you? On the laptop. This is exciting. First episode, two mug punters. How are you? What yeah. a way to launch our career. Yeah. That we have to do it via, In lockdown. via a computer. Fuck you, fuck you, Dan. Yeah, Dan the man. He's not really the man. <laughs> okay, um, before we get into the business, can we just quickly address the elephant in the virtual room? Yep, I fucked up. Yeah. Quite badly. Would you like to tell the story or do you want me to tell the story? I think you can give a better insight than what I can. Okay, so basically, for all the listeners out there, and thank you for tuning in listening on Spotify, um, I was the self-appointed media manager um, because you're the elderly statesman of the duo. few grey hairs. few grey hairs. Um, so, self-appointed media manager... Gone on panic message last Wednesday or so, trying to set up the Instagram account. Yep. Frozzy. I've deleted 20 followers. <laughs> and at that stage, we only had 50. Panic stations a little bit. Anyway, managed to regain them. Done well. Whatever. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, a couple of days later, or two days ago, actually, really close to the release of this first episode. Yep. Frozzy. I've somehow locked myself out of my own account with my new phone that I've purchased. The lovely iPhone 11. Good plug there for Apple. Um, I've locked myself out of the account. Can't get in. Can't access anything. We've lost our 110 followers. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I was pretty happy, wasn't I? To the point where I said, yeah. I don't think we're going to run this episode this week. I said, we need to get a yeah. few followers in order to... Um, actually make it worthwhile and I, fi- I fired myself immediately which yeah. was good but I've re-employed you but if anyone Thank is you. interested Thank you. Yeah. If, if anyone is interested, interested uh, feel free to send us an email twomugpunners at gmail.com that's two the number two yep not T-W-O or T-O or yep. however else you want to spell two it's twomugpunners at gmail.com send us some emails send us some feedback we got some good feedback actually we did we got a lot of feedback good feedback bad feedback some of it you can stick up your ass. Yep. But we enjoyed most of it. So we did. We hit did. us up. Hit us up. All right. Let's just do a quick review from Flemington last week. I just want it noted that it definitely paid to be on speed. So horses like Chabal, Turrith, Granswell, um, controlled the tempo in front. Um, and ultimately, I think that played a big part in them winning. Went against a few of the bets that we tipped in, the horses like Lindhout. Um Interesting, Hosier's gone to the paddock, so yep. he's not going to play in the spring anymore. And one for the Black Book is Mankayan, and that was the one that you had in the quaddy yes. in the last league. That was 51. quite rough. Yeah, he was rough. Flashed home, which again went against the pattern and was first up for the Mar Eustace from UK. So I think that's one for your Black Book. Yep, absolutely. All right, so it's time for our first segment. They're in the gate. Now, in the gates, I've owned a few small shares. Pubic hairs. Yep, of a couple of horses, micro shares, you might even say. Yep. Now, when they go to the races, you have this feeling of being nervous, but you're also very excited. Now, you're nervous because they might get caught three wide the trip. They might not have a great run. Jockey Um, might jump off. Yeah, or it might just go really, really bad. But you're also excited because it could probably or possibly... Could, could blow them out of the park. 
could do something really good, could break a track record, and all of these things you're not quite sure. So you never know. You hear the caller say they're in the gates, and then you just you have this <coughs> emotion, both emotions of being excited and nervous. So what's your in the gates moment, Mitch? Uh, my in the gates this week is just it's for us. I'm excited. I'm nervous. Is Will the social well? media going to crash again? Will go shit his pants? Will the social media fuck up? Yeah. Will your nudes be released again? <laughs> You'd never know what's going to happen, yep. but I'm excited for us. Yeah. Tad nervous. I'm sitting here in a pile of my own shit, so that's fine. <laughs> I'm excited to get it going. Episode one. Let's do it. What's your in the gates? Uh, my in the gates moment is the actual Caulfield track. Ooh, so, yes. I'm week? excited because we've got group racing there, yep. multiple group races, but I'm also nervous on how the track will play because in the past, we know that it hasn't really played that well. It's been temperamental, bit to of, say the least. Bit of bias. So, I'm quite nervous about the track, but I'm excited for the races that we have. Now, speaking of Caulfield, this Saturday, we're at Caulfield. We're currently on a good four, and the weather looks pretty good for the next couple of days. So, I reckon we will be you know, on a good track. The rail's out eight meters. Now, last time they raced there was on the 24th, and the rail was out four meters. And interesting to note, every winner settled midfield or worse on the day. So, essentially, when you're looking at the form from that day, if they settled midfield or worse, they had every opportunity to win. If they're on the front half, they were pushing shit uphill, basically. All right. Race one is a Phillies and Mares benchmark 84 over 1,700 meters. Yeah, Luna Flair here up the top. Um, good form, 2,000 meters last week. Um, ran fourth behind No Effort, who we mentioned the next race in yep. very good form. Uh, so, it's got the form there, but big weight. Not too sure about that one. I'll scroll down here to uh, So You Assume. Best horse in the race, 1,700 meters ideal. Yep. Uh, gets down in the weights, $2.90, I think, a bit overs for me, really. Um, happy to play there. I think that's the winning bet. However, I yep. go down to the bottom of the order and horse for hire, who uh, narrowly ran second last week to so you assume. Narrowly, it was about four and a half lengths. Yeah, well, fuck, he got close, <laughs> mate. He got close. Match motors for a while there down by the school at the valley. Yeah. Um, 1,700 metres, it's one before. I want to play f- five each way. Five okay. each way. So you're enticed by the 23 in comparison to the $3 that you're getting. On Absolutely, so you I am. Absolutely. Yeah, see, I, my opinion on So You Assume, I think it was a very good ride last time. Damn. And I think that ride flattered the margin a little bit. I don't think if it had that ride that it wins by that far, if it wins at all, if I'm being honest. Um, so, for me, I'm going up the top here, Luna Flare. Yep. Seven-week freshen up, so I don't mind the drop back from 2,000 to 1,700. But also, the last four starts it's had, it's had barriers 10, 14, 14, and 10. And it's it's had starting to, in the car park. Yeah, for four races in a row, and it's had to jag all the way back. So, I don't think it's going to be so far back on Saturday. Yep. And I think it will be, if it's not winning, it'll be very, very close to winning. On a leader's track too, that might help. It might help, but um, we'll see how the track is playing. Yep. So, race two is a handicap over a mile. Yep. Uh, so, uh, it's a match race, I think. Uh, racing two, no effort and high stranger. No effort we mentioned just then. Yeah. Um, high stranger is a favorite. Good horse. Um, stalked no effort last week into the breeze and still won one and a half lengths. So, it was a very good win. Yeah. Um, a kilo difference this time around. I just think because of the uh, price differential, I'll go with no effort. Good horse, likes Caulfield, no bet for me, but if I had to have a bet, no effort. Yeah, see, uh, just to mirror what you said, High Stranger, stalked no effort at Mini Valley last time, overpowered um, late. 
The one I did want to mention is Inverloch. If it happens to rain, which I don't think it will, but if it happens to rain, that horse is on a similar form path to Grantswell. Oh, yes. So, went to Queensland, admittedly didn't run as well as Grantswell, but went to Queensland, now has had a freshen up, really good trial or jump out on Monday against a couple of handy ones. Admittedly, that was on a heavy, but if we do get a little bit of rain, please make sure you have a little saver on Inverloch up the top at 10 and 4. All right, it's time for our next segment, Bad Beat of the Week. God, son of a bitch! <laughs> I love that little sting. Good stinger. <laughs> Janky stinger. <laughs> All right, what's your Bad Beat of the Week? Bad Beat of the Week, I was... I want to go a bit global, all sports here. We've got uh, Josh Giddy, who got picked up, Ooh. pick number six in the NBA draft. Warwick, his father, Warwick Giddy, played for the Melbourne Tigers back I did in not the day. know that. Melbourne Tigers. Yeah. Andrew, Andrew Gaines. Um, yeah. So he's gone over, he's played, he's drafted by OKC, playing his first game in the Summer League. Um, so he's gone up, seen the highlights, you know, run up, beautiful slam dunk. Oh, how good is this? He's about eight foot ten. And then <laughs> <laughs> slam dunk. And then he's gone and rolled his ankle. Yeah. How stiff can you get yeah. as a top 10 draft pick? The NBA, biggest basketball league in the world. Then you do your ankle. Yeah, not really the ideal start That's to your beat. career, yeah. is it? Um, for me, my bad beat of the week is Josh Richards was riding at Sandown on Wednesday. Ooh. And during the meeting, he was stood down because he was a close contact to a tier two contact. Now, the reason why it's a bad beat, it's not as though he went home and then... His last two rides went shit house. One of his up. rides, Quintello got up, Ooh. and it looked very, very impressive. Like it's probably going to be a player, maybe in one of the listed or Group Three sort of races later in the spring. Black Book, it maybe. And Teo Nugent picked up the ride, and good uh, jockey when, as well. When they interviewed him, he was very, very keen on perhaps keeping that ride into the future. So Josh Richards might has. Not only did he miss the winner on Wednesday... COVID, he's been fucked over by COVID as well. I think he might have missed uh, a handy one going into the future. Race 3 is a benchmark 78 over 1,100. Yeah, second slip on top here. Um, first up form is not great, but it's got form around Groundswell and Imperial Lad. Uh, Groundswell had a very good win last week. Imperial Lad's going around today. Yep. Uh, first up form is very good. Big weight is a bit of a question mark. Here with a bit of a weaker race, I'm going each way with Barcelona. I know that's not me with a lisp trying to say Barcelona, Lionel Messi fame. Yeah. Uh, Barcelona, each way. Uh, uh, first up, tick, eight starts at the trip, missed the placings twice. So um, good record at the Last trip. start, trip and track, ran third, too good, too hard, who ran third to the astrologist last week. Which go. is good, deep form line. So I'm betting each way here with number two, Barcelona. Yeah, I, I said that we would mention uh, Diesel and Dust because a few of our friends own a chunk of that horse. We'll and be it's been, race, been been running very well on Syntho. Broke the track record at Ballarat last start. So um, we wish them well, but I don't think it'll be winning. I'm pretty keen on Diamonds in the Sky Ooh, here. yes. So gate one, tick. Claim on, Willie Price, tick. Good uh, loves the track. Three goes, two wins, tick. The only loss that it had was the um, last time they raced at Caulfield, and we mentioned how hard it was to be on speed and win. He led them up and then got overpowered late and didn't really like the soft track Trying a pretty wet track too, yeah. So I think he is one of the best bets of the day at $5.50 and around $2 a place. If you do a little bit of fishing, you might get $2.20, but yep. it'll be around $2 a place. 
Race four is an 1,100-metre handicap for the Mares. Yeah. Race four comes my best bet, Plackett. Four. Today. Yeah, best bet. Here we go. Uh, he's a, a tad inconsistent. Um, last start is very good. Beat La Mexicana, actually, yeah. who is a very good horse. $7.50. Happy to back it. Uh, beat Miss Albania, who won last week as well. At Flemington, yep. Our Pony Princess is the one I'm a little bit worried about because it's a flying finish the other week. Yeah. Uh, but Plackett for that me... That was on a soft track, though. Yeah, it's a good point. So I don't think it's going to be soft. But uh, Plackett for me, Ollie on board, wins. Wins? Ooh. Wins. Yeah, see, for me, my notes were just really good race. I, I couldn't possibly play in this one. And if I was doing an early quaddy, um, I'd be having a field in that. All right. The next segment we got is what caught my eye. So, what caught your eye this week, Gaz? See the bombers fly up, <laughs> up. Very good win by us. We beat the doggies last week. Yeah. Now, a few of our who are on top of the ladder. A few of our listeners. No, fuck them. Uh, they're doggy supporters. So let's uh, probably not rub too much. No, into no. The room. Bombers had a good win. We deserved it. Big seven seater Peter kicking seven. He looked like plugger locket on the weekend, didn't he? He did, but about hundred kilos lighter. Yeah. That's fine. It was a good win. It was a good win. What's yeah. your uh, call at your eye? Um, well, obviously being in lockdown, working from home, and I was on dad duties as yeah. well for a fair bit of this week. Boring. Um, had the races on in the background on Monday. Wasn't having a bet, but just watching um, the races. And the races were at Mildura. Yep. And the early quaddy paid $7.70. Fuck. You would have loved to have had 100% of that. Imagine if you put a, put a bet on and you went, oh, yeah, I'll jag 15% of the early quaddy. And, and it pays, got it. It pays $7.70. <laughs> what an insult that would be when that dollar, whatever it is, drops into your account. That's a remote through the TV kind of job, that is. Yeah, I think I'm that's where you just go, you know what, I'm going to take a week off. Fuck off, Mildura. Yeah, that's it. All right, race five, we've got a benchmark 84 over 1,400. Imperial Lad, who we just mentioned before, eight starts this year. Guess how many times it's missed the placings? Once. Nope. Zero. Zero. What? Zero. In form. In form. I would love to own that horse. Correct. 56 kilos of the claim. I'm betting each way there, but I go down the order here to uh, Rock in the Park. Barrier eight, yep. 54 kilos. Carried 61 last time and uh, kept coming and just flying. Yep. Comes from overseas. Took a few races to warm up. Now he's at his peak and he wins this week. He wins. Oh, that sounds like Eminem song. Wow. Um, for me, I'm, um, the one that intrigues me is Elephant. So oh, yes. Elefante. It's, it's coming from New Zealand. NZ. Undefeated. Ooh. So it's had four goes, four wins. So it's following the Black Caviar form lines. And as soon as the market came up, it was smashed. So it's 440 into 350 already. Oh, and yes. it looks like that push is going to continue. So I'm very intrigued by that runner. The other one I wanted to mention in that race is Jumbo Asaki. Yes. So, last time ran a really nice race to King Magnus. He tries hard all the time. Who also, King Magnus ran a very nice a race very last nice week race. at yep. Flemington yep. against the pattern because it went back and then it had to flush home against Grandswell who sort of pinched it a little bit in front. So, um, I'll be playing the same race multi in that one and I'll just yep. be sort of working out whether I do top three, top three or top three, top four and I'll try and get the dividends that I want out of the race. Best value. All right, race six is the Vane Stakes over 1,100 metres. Yep, quick shout out to our lightsabers in this race. Number two, lightsaber. Oh, who yep. We know a few owners. Are we naming and shaming? Yeah, well, we Not can, naming and shaming. We, we, we can give him a shout out. Promoting uh, Steve Frankel, who's a 
cricket coach down at the uh, lovely Hoppers Crossing Cricket Club. Good luck, Steve. Good luck, Steve. Hope you win. Uh, well, not for punting wise, but I, I hope it wins for you. Yep. Um, maybe you can share us a few beers if it does get up. Maybe uh, we'll get a couple of sessions off the track and we can just go into the pub instead. Oh, yes. That'd be great. Right. Yeah. I'm going down to number three here. James Cummings, Damien Oliver. Ingratiating. Mm-hmm. Barrier eight. You're pretty keen on this one, aren't you? Very keen on this one. Ran second in the Blue Diamond here. Very consistent horse. I think the winner overall comes from the top five in the race. It is a very Agreed. close and, race. And that's what we've got in the quaddy just a little bit later on. Um, spoiler. But, uh, yeah, I just think he's a good horse and he wins here. Yeah, look, again, talent everywhere in this race. Uh, interestingly, Kieran Ma gave a real nice push for Generation when he was interviewed earlier in the week. And yep. I think he was even more bullish that it drew gate one. Two starts, very impressive. And the money has come already. So... For me, keep an eye on that one, but again, probably go a little bit wide in your quaddies. And we're talking Thursday night money too, which is exactly good right. Money Wait early. until Saturday and see what's going yep. on. All right, it's time for around the grounds. Yeah, around the grounds. Around the grounds here, we've got Eagle Farm Race Three Number One Samurai for me. Um, gets a claimer on board, six dollars fifty and two thirty to place. His third up form's unbelievable. He's had one goal at the track and distance, and uh, he's got the win. What have you got? Oh, it's got the win. So it's you might as well not run the race. He's just going to win. Just one. Just run it by itself. Oh, oh, Scratch I, everything else. I do like that. I like that confidence. Confidence. That's yeah. what we like here at Two Mugpunners. Now, my, my Around the Grounds has an asterisk Ooh. on it because it's a dual acceptor. A big asterisk or a little asterisk? Let's uh, just go a little one. In between. So it's a dual acceptor in the Vane States as well at Caulfield. But the other race that it's accepted in is at Kembla Grange. And this is going to make you laugh. Kembla Grange. Fuck me, <laughs> Well, Campbell Grange is a metropolitan meeting on Saturday at New South Wales, but it's a benchmark 72 race. So it's a dual acceptor. What price can I get for it? You can get 340. Well, that's a joke. I'm jumping on that right now. 340. And I mean, you know, if it gets scratched, you get your money back anyway. But I think at 340, the horse is obviously going well for them to dual accept in that's the vein. That's a very at good pick up from you. Yeah, all right. Race seven, Group Three, Quizette Stakes over eleven hundred for the three-year-old fillies. Um, one horse and one horse only here. Give me par. Give me par for Jamie Carr. Give me par, Jamie Carr. Ran second to ingratiate his distance. So, do you reckon the owner plays golf? Give yes. me par. Yes. When's the last time and do you, you reckon he actually play gets par? When's what? the last time you had a par on the golf course? Never. Yeah. <laughs> I, I. Yeah. People Never. that know me know that golf is. Uh, I've got a very Strong negative feeling for golf. Left-handed or right-handed. I'm shit house either way. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I do better when I use the toe wedge. Yep. Yep. The leather the leather shoe? Yeah. Well, steel cap boots help. Or putt-putt. Yeah. It's probably the other thing. Uh, yep. But, Jay, give me par for me. One horse in the race. I think he just wins it. Just wins. Just wins. Oh. She wins it. There you go. Um, for me, I've got one here at big, big odds. Ooh. Tycoon big odds. Hummer. So... Heard John McCard will talk about this horse. He's also a big, big man. He's a big unit, Johnny boy. We big love beard. you, Johnny. Follow big the show. Beard. We big love beard. you, Johnny. Big beard, big man. Um, so it was first up at Mooney Valley, and why it didn't really look good to the eye, he mentioned that he couldn't get a trial or a jump out on the horse. Good right? pick up. Very good So what might not have looked very visually appealing, essentially all it was was a tune-up run for this race. So... I think for a horse before that that was undefeated and ran really, really well. It was essentially essentially a trial under race conditions. Yeah, and also in that last race, there was two horses 
um, La Roca, who's flashed home and ran a nice fourth or fifth. Yep. And Jamie Mott, stable jockey, would have had choice of who he wanted to ride, and he chose Tycoon Hummer. So I think at 36 and 10, if you shop around, um, it's much, much over the odds of what it so, should be. It should yes. be around that $15 mark. So at $10 to place, big, big play for me at $10 a place, but I'll also be having a little one on it to win Lovely. just in case it gets up. Race 8 is the Group 2 PB Lawrence Stakes over 1,400. Yeah, wait for age here. Uh, Streets of Avalon is just flying at the moment. It does well normally. Yeah. Uh, brings good Caulfield form. Uh, very good first up in the Bletching League. Gets up to 1,400 metres here, which is a Group 1 winner. Uh, Superstorm. First up, the new stable like resumes, but... I don't know, he's just a watch for me. Very good horse. I think we'll see him a bit later yeah. on. Uh, Might take a run or two. Yep. Sierra Sue down the bottom. Very impressive last week in the Mildura Cup. Now, I know that's probably not up to this level. Yeah, um, yeah but you look who But he was very second, impressive. Street tough, and then he went and ran all right last week. Correct. And he was good two starts ago behind High Stranger. Yeah. Um, back when he was, yeah, over 1,600 metres. So, finding form, back him each way, but Streets of Avalon for me uh, is the winner. Yeah, yeah. So I think Samson was good last start to get Streets of Avalon, but as mentioned again earlier in the in the show, um, was in the right part of the track to overrun Streets of Avalon. And also Streets of Avalon and Astrologist kind of went at each other. And yep. I think kind of burn a few carrots earlier than what they would have liked to have done. One of those luck of the draw. Sorry. Astrologist has gone on, won that race last week at Flemington. Um, the last time that Streets of Avalon had a freshen up and he was second up, he won the CF4, which is a group one over 1400 at Caulfield, which is what he meets on Saturday. So I think he'll be winning. I'll probably hold off on the $3. I reckon we'll get close to 340 350 on the day. Value. All right, pineapple challenge. Yep. Uh, so $50 to spend here. So we can break this $50. We can have $51 bets. We can do whatever the fuck we want with it. As, as long, long as, as we get a profit. profit. Exactly Correct. right. As long as there's a profit. So I'm going uh, race three, number two, Barcelona. Yeah. Uh, we'll go five each way. So that's a $10 bet. So five each way there. Yeah. Uh, Rock in the Park in race five will have $30 the win. Yeah. And with the remaining $10, we'll plonk it all in on uh, Plaquette in race four. Right. What have you got? Um, I've got a $30 place multi. Oh, yes. Um, race one, number one, Luna Flare into race three, number eight, Diamonds in the Sky for Lovely. reasons mentioned earlier. Yep. And also, I'm going to have $20 win on Diamond in the Sky at $5.50. Beautiful. So, if you look at those two bets, you combine them, you're well above 200 Either of them win, you're above 100 So, meets the guidelines of making a profit. Yep. Race nine is the Regal Roller, yep. which is a listed race over 1200 uh, really like away game here. He's been impressive in uh, gr- a group level. Um, Johnny Allen on board, third up tick, misplacings twice in nine goes over twelve hundred meters. So he he likes the trip. Yeah. Uh, I think he'll lead, which will be good later in the day at Caulfield, where there can be a bit of a bias. I yeah. think sometimes. Uh, the dangers, the inferno, uh, brave song, at big odds there. Yeah. Uh, La Mexicana and uh, Zoo Dancer. So really good. Uh, well, you want to talk about records. Oh, yes. The horse that's come over from Singapore, the Inferno, nine career starts, eight wins, one second. Ooh. Last two starts have been in Group 1 at Singapore. Yep. Listen to the SP, $1.33 and $1.80. That's short. So it started at $1.33 and $1.80 in Group 1s. With black caviar odds. Black caviar winks. So this horse must go real good. Um, so 
I think between the Inferno and La Mexicana, you'll get the winner. Yep. La Mexicano was great first up. Bet Miss Albania home, who then went to Flemington and won. Tick. Undefeated second up. Tick. Jamie Carr. Tick. Four goes at the track. Three wins in a second. Tick. Pintoff. Pintoff. Winning form's good form. Yeah, I think between those two that I mentioned, though, I reckon we'll get the winner. Yeah, beautiful. All right. It's time for... The final furlong. They head down to the final furlong. I'm loving these little stingers you got here. The final furlong. Right here. So what we're going to get, Muggs Multi. So um, so you assume to win in race one. Yeah. Uh, no effort to place in race two. And the Inferno to place in race nine. You get $12.70 for that. $12. Put 40 bucks in it. 500 to win. That's not bad. What have you got? Uh, that quality wise very decent odds. Very good odds. I think it's stupid odds. Yeah, what so I've gone wide, wide, and then narrow, narrow. Yes. Um, so first leg on one, two, three, four, five. Yep. Then I've gone one, four, five, seven, nine, eleven. We really want Tycoon Hummer to get up in that one. Then I've gone two and seven, and then I've gone two, seven, nine. Full dividend is one hundred and eighty dollars. My recommendation Ooh. is thirty six bucks will get you twenty percent, and I think there'll be a fair bit of value in there um, amongst those four. Twenty percent is a fair grab too. What's your best bet of the day? My back it, best bet of the day is Streets of Avalon, but I want you to hold off um, until Saturday because I reckon we'll get 340. Yep, Yours? lovely. Uh, race one, so you assume. I think he just wins. $2.90, probably back him a little bit earlier because I reckon he'll come in a lot. Oh, oh. Get closer to around the $2 mark, I think. There you go. Uh, so get on early, early Saturday morning. Um, right, so we've had some feedback. 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 Some good, some shit, some jam it. Yeah. But... We've had an email. Remember to you can give us the feedback to mugpunters at gmail.com. The number two. Number two. Yeah. Um, to mugpunters at gmail.com. But we've had an email here. Yep. Here we go. Hello, guys. Really enjoyed the pilot episode. Oh, they must be a good person. Good start. Question for Reese. That's, that's you. Yeah. Last week, he was talking about a price he is willing to take on a horse. How do you determine a price you are willing to take? That's a... Pretty heavy Very question good question for the, for the first episode. Very but, good question. So, um, how do you decide if you want to have a bet or not? So, the way I look at it is, I look at it and think, well, if this race was run a hundred times under the same conditions, so yep. same weights, you know, same same track, tracks, same distance, same barriers, everything. Yep. Um, how many times out of a hundred would they win? So, um, for example, if a horse is five dollars. Um, if you work it out, that means 20 times out of 100, that horse would win. So if I think it would win 20 times and it's $5 or more, I'll have a play on it. But if it's less than $5, I wouldn't be touching it. Um, that's how I determine it. Yep. Um, but just to give you another example, so $5 obviously is an easy one. Um, but if a horse is 12 to 1, essentially if you go through and work it out, that horse, based on those odds, should win 8.3% of the time out of 100. So when you're looking at the odds, make sure that's coming into your equation because it is a gamble, it is a risk, but you want to make sure the risk versus reward is can definitely be a, there. It can be a calculated risk. Yeah, well, that's the whole point of it. Um, and we want to encourage people to gamble responsibly. Absolutely. We that's an important part of this pod. There's nothing yep. worse than when you see people launch into tipsters for giving yep. tips that don't win. Yep. Only bet what you can afford to lose. Correct. Um, and this weekend, we hope you get a winner. Thanks for listening. Remember to follow us on Instagram and subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already. Happy punting.